when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. George Carlin once famously said, electricity is really just organized lightning. Now, when it comes to business, we think of lightning strikes as a brilliant idea. But it's also a type of interface cable for computers. But when the kind from the sky hits your business, you may need both. There's a myth out there that lightning never strikes one place twice. But the fact is, it often does. Especially if it's a tall, isolated object. For example, the Empire State Building gets hit about 25 times a year. Lord only knows how many other buildings do. But if lightning doesn't strike twice, well, it kind of did with my business, at least metaphorically. Back in the 1990s, I had a business that was a recording studio, and we had the offices on the first floor and the recording studio in the lower level. Well, the new owners decided they were going to work on the building and broke a sewage pipe and flooded out the entire basement with raw sewage. Shut me down for over three months and really put my business in peril. I learned a lot back then, and I've used those lessons to help prepare me for emergencies nowadays. Well, last Wednesday night, as I was sitting down watching TV in my living room, All of a sudden, I felt this tingly sensation. I looked over at my front door and boom, big flash and lightning had struck. Once I came to my senses and figured out what happened, I looked out and saw a hole in our ceiling where the drywall had exploded all over the front of the room. So it actually did hit the tree in front of our house and then kind of leaped into the house. At that point, You know, the lights flashed, and I went into full panic mode. It's like, did it set the roof on fire? It's still raining. We're walking around the house looking. Called 911. The fire truck came. The firemen were nice enough to walk around with a thermal camera to check that there were no fires in the attic or anything, and that worked out fine. And they helped us shut down our carbon monoxide detector, which was going crazy. And so we knew at that point that we'd been hit, but there was no, you know, physical damage that we could see. But I knew enough to say, okay, it's time to get into business mode and make sure that nothing else was going to happen. I walked into my office and my computer was shut down and nothing was working. I tried to boot the computer and nothing. I grabbed a cable off the back of it that was connected up to my hard drives, and it was probably about 200 degrees. I mean, it was hot. So I pulled that out, unplugged everything, and just let it sit. 
The next day we called an electrician. He came through the entire house and found that the ground fault circuit interrupters or GFCI you know, outlets were all dead. But he did go through the entire house and found no burnt wires, which was good, meaning that the electricity didn't strike the entire electrical system. So at that point, I took a deep breath, let it all kind of mellow out, and got up the next day and went to work. What I figured out is that the electrical system wasn't hit, but the cable modem was. And so the electricity traveled up into the cable modem, blew that out, and then traveled to everything that had an Ethernet cable connected to it. So I had a battery backup surge protector, and that seemed to survive okay. I went out and bought all new surge protector outlet strips and took out the old ones and rewired all the electricity in my office. The next thing I was able to do was get my computer plugged in and make sure that it booted and it did, which was great. So then I was able to start to connect gear to it. So the monitors worked, the keyboard worked, but there were a bunch of things that were connected to Ethernet that were just dead. So I went piece by piece through each one. And if it worked, great. If it didn't, I put it in a separate room, went on Amazon, and ordered a new one. Like a USB hub that needed to be replaced, Ethernet hub that needed to be replaced, my phone system needed to be replaced, my printers, a whole bunch of different things. But inch by inch, I started to bring everything back. So, step one. Replace the electricity. Step two, go through the systems and see what was working. And step three, start getting the new gear in, tested, and get everything back to normal. So the bottom line with all of this is there are some lessons learned. And I learned this the first time. I didn't have insurance back then. And even if I did, I didn't utilize it right. So the couple of things that I want to give you guys some information about is number one. I've talked earlier this year about backups. They're very important. Not only do you want to back up locally, but you want to back up to the cloud. Luckily, after getting a new cable interface, which is a lightning cable, by the way, between my computer and my hard drive system, those all came back. My backups locally, which I have a NAS, which is a network attached storage, that one died because of the Ethernet, so I had to get a new one of those. Hopefully those hard drives will come back. But having those backups and having the cloud backups at least kept my business going for the last few days as I started to repair all the gear. The next thing is Having a business that's being run from home doesn't necessarily mean you don't need business insurance. So the personal stuff will be dealt with with the homeowner's insurance, but my business insurance covered all of my gear, as well as gave me some funds for the disruption in time. It's going to take five to seven days to get the business back up and running. The next lesson from this is make sure you communicate with your staff, with your clients, as soon as you possibly can and say, hey, we had this problem, here's what's going to happen, here's how to manage expectations. 
Since my phone system was down, all of the calls were going to my cell phone. Which, by the way, because of call blockers, does not recognize every phone number and sends it to voicemail. So that had to be managed along with any email communications and making sure that clients understand where things are at each and every day so I can deal with their issues as needed. So part of the other piece of this too is having virtual employees kept the business running at the same time. So backups, hugely critical. Having a system in place to recover everything, hugely critical. Having business insurance and homeowners insurance, hugely critical. But finally, having the patience to understand that there are certain things I'm not going to be able to replace because of supply chain issues or, or some of the gear has become obsolete or I ordered parts and they came in wrong. You just have to have patience to make sure that everything works. So a bolt of lightning can be inspiration or disruption, but it doesn't have to be business ending. As long as you put in place the systems, get the insurance, do the backups, and make sure that you have a plan in place to get back to normal. So it's time to get back to work. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>